0: Well, it's it's that time of year again, Nick, where I like to love myself. I just wish you would not do it while we're recording. Valentine's Day, man. Maybe it is for you. I got a Valentine for you. <laughs> Save it for after
1: the show, Mike. And the show, in this case, being the Songtopsy Report, where we dissect bad, bizarre, and an otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died. I'm your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And we're very excited because uh, Stephen Trollinger, unfortunately, couldn't make it today, but we have a very special guest here with us to discuss Ooh. a very lovey uh, Valentine's Day-themed episode. And uh, with that, uh, would you like to introduce yourself?
2: Oh, yes, quite. Hello. Hello! Oh, I'm so excited. I never, I've never—I've never been behind a microphone before, so this will be ever quite. Ever in your life? Ever, no, no. Usually, when I, I lecture, I um, I I I project. See, I have some. Uh, I have yes. some minor theater training, so I I do tend to project a bit. But uh, I'm going to try not to do that. It's just, I'm, I'm just very excited to be here. No,
1: we're we're so happy to have you. We've only had a guest on once before. Um, but please, uh, w- just so because our listeners might not know you. Who are uh, you? Oh yes, of course.
2: Quite quiet. sorry,
0: sorry. Yes, Mike, tone uh, it down. Yes, pr- yes, projection. Put the con down. Projection. Yes. Actually, hey, this man, this man respects a good diaphragm. I can tell. Yes, well, uh, I am, of
2: course, Professor Cecil Withersby, uh, late of Cambridge. Lovely, uh, thank oh, you, professor. thank you for coming, and
0: Withersby. Hi, thank ca- you for coming ca- all the way yes. here.
2: And uh, and I. The am, pound's are not doing very well I, right now. Oh, for yes, yes, it's, it's bad. So I'm uh, very glad that um, you were able yes, to make well, the with, flight. Well, with all the remaining and the leaving, we just we just can't decide which way we're going. I suppose that was a, that was a joke. <laughs> that was a fun little joke. Uh, I, I'm given to I'm given to uh, I'm given to um, that you, th- this is a, a humorous podcast, yeah. Oh, yeah, a humorous production of some sort. It,
0: you know, in theory, we try. Excellent. H- how Go about on. that Meg- Meghan Markle right now, huh?
2: Oh, <laughs> quite yes. That um, that's that's. That's a bit of a sore subject. Uh, I'm afraid that, that's uh, uh, quite a bit of division in my family uh, uh, over that particular... Uh,
1: we've, we've got a similar thing here in the U.S. Um, but So this episode is... Uh, Valentine's Day falls a little bit later in the week, but this is our last episode before Valentine's Day. And yes, you... Uh, sh- sorry, should I...
2: I'm, be... I'm a... Yes, I, I'm sorry. I'm a professor of, of Greek literature. Yes, I uh, want to make sure yes, professor of, was of, the right guy. Uh, yes, ancient Greek, specifically. Um, and uh, I... Uh, I uh, Former colleague of mine, um, inform me about your program. Uh, I uh, Yes, this is, as you said before, Nicholas, this is um, almost Valentine's Day, which, of course, doesn't necessarily have any roots in ancient Greek anything, to, yes. be, to be completely honest. So but, when,
1: you, when you sent us that email, uh, just, just saying that you had to be on our show, I was yes. curious, like, okay, what is the relation between... Uh, Greek mythology and history, and uh, Valentine's Day, and bad music. Well, I've
2: been quite—I've listened to some of your back catalogue, and I must say, you gents certainly do enjoy your swear words. Um, what? Quite colourful language. I, I don't—I don't much care for it, but I'm—I'm I'm willing to overlook that. Um, I just, as a, as an academic, we tr- we strive to utilise the English language uh, as its uh as it's currently written without adding anything colorful to
1: it that is fair there's there's more words than those that just contain four letters
0: i think i'm going to like mr professor dr withersby here i think he's going to be a real nice guy yeah yes I, i've been given to understand you are occasionally confused i will I i'll try to keep that into try to keep that
2: in mind as i continue on but uh, as to your previous comment yes yes um uh, It's almost Valentine's Day, a day uh, where much of the Western world celebrates the occasion of love, uh, whether you have love or are currently searching for it. Um, And as your topic uh, du jour is usually music, uh, I thought it would be a good time to uh, encapsulate uh, certain types of uh, love uh, as the ancient Greeks devised. You see, the ancient Greeks actually... Uh, quantified and qualified love uh, to eight specific types, um, and they are as follows: uh, agape, eros, Storga philia, philautia, mania,
0: and ludas. Every <laughs> I'd like to feel you some love right now, man. Let me tell you what. Yes.
2: Well, that is um,
1: a very good point, Mike. Quite
2: the turn of phrase.
1: B. I'm just concerned that every episode, every prior episode of this podcast, is going to seem woefully under researched in comparison to having an actual collegiate guest here on the show to discuss uh, the eight types of love. Yes, Uh, Uh,
2: and uh, so many for for those for those of you who are not familiar with the ancient Greek uh, agape. Refers to a universal spiritual love, a, a universal like human, like a love that say that you might have toward a deity, like God. You love God in this way.
0: So when I'm having sex and she starts screaming, "Oh God!" is that like is that the agupta love? No, actually, that is um, that's more akin to eros, uh,
2: which is a sexual, passionate love, uh, which we British tend to avoid at all costs. <laughs> 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 the, the ancient Greeks actually considered eros to be a kind of madness, as it were. Um, well,
0: nothing, no, nothing when, quite. Uh, when
2: Cupid struck you with an arrow, it is as though your veins were on fire with a poison that caused you to act out irrationally.
0: Like you've testified to this before in uh, relationships. I have. There, there is a, There is no mental illness quite like love. If that's the Eros way of going. Uh, I might be an Eros love man myself. Now, uh,
1: Professor Withersby, I don't want to jump the gun, but can I assume, and please tell me if I'm wrong, that the different types of love that you're discussing are somehow related to maybe a series of songs that are going to be discussed this week? Yes,
2: we will discuss those, but I have six more types of love to get through. So
1: many types of love. Uh,
2: There is... Mm. You you cannot rush knowledge, Nicholas.
1: But you you can't can't rush love. (laughs) I myself
2: have, on occasion, attempted a, sh- a slight glance at the Kama Sutra, um, but many of those positions require some sort a partner. of partner.
0: I know it's crazy.
2: Well, I was going to say, I was going to say uh, elongation and ability to stretch, but certainly that as well.
0: <laughs> I've got some elongation for you. <laughs> I'm sorry,
2: I don't understand.
0: Well, it's like there or, might be some. are more might... like
1: more like p elongation because it's. Because it's your penis. Like there might be some oh, cultural quite, yes. <laughs> cultural differences that might not end up being bridged.
2: Uh, well, so there is philia, which is friendship. Uh, Storga, which is familiar love between members of a family. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's mania, which is obsessive love. And ludus, which is a sort of playful, uncommitted, casual kind of love. Uh, and then finally, there is pragma, which is pragmatic love, a, a love that has matured past casual and has maintained for many years. Uh, we also call that British love. <laughs> ah. But yes, we, as, as Nicholas pointed out before, we do have a limited schedule. So uh, for today, we will just cover three types of love and use songs of various dubious qualities to discuss them.
0: All right, three positions of love. Let's take it. So well, f- songs, not positions, but <laughs> so I our- suppose we can
1: take different positions on the songs.
2: So for our first go-around, we shall attempt to discern the inner workings of Lattice, uh by listening to a song. And luddus yes, being, yes,
1: please, what, one more time, Luddice being which type of love?
2: Yes, luddus, which is the playful, uncommitted, okay. casual uh, type of undemanding love. The
1: tinder of love. Yes,
2: so for our first song, we will discuss, uh, we will discuss Lattice, uh, and we will discuss it using a song by uh, a gentleman by the name of Biz Markie. <gasps> I feel like
1: I know what this song could be.
3: You ever met a girl that you tried to date, but a year to make love, she wanted you to wait. Let me tell you a story in my situation. I was talking to this girl from the U.S. nation. The way that I met her was—I'm glad he specified that for our listeners from overseas. Yes, as I well. could
2: have—I could have taken that either way. So I—I I was given to understand that um, you're supposed to uh, talk about. Uh, background information for these songs so I, 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 had, yes. I have just a, a, a few pieces of information uh, this song is titled Just a Friend by one Biz Marquee.
1: because I'm, I'm aware of this song but I actually know fairly little about Biz yes. Marquis
2: uh, it, it is performed and written and produced a triple threat by him in 1989 on the album called The Biz Never Sleeps well here
0: in New York it's pretty much true
2: Though, given that he is quite the large man, I would assume that he sleeps at least on occasion.
0: (laughs) He has bisomnia.
2: (laughs) Yes, quite good. Quite good, Michael. wonderful attempt at a portmanteau.
0: Uh, Yes, you were saying... Something
2: tells me you don't get a lot of positive reinforcement from this side of the table.
0: I don't know what to do with it right now. (laughs) I really... Well, (laughs) I'll, I'll try to... I'll try to...
2: Try to bend myself in the direction of your uh, mise-en-scene as we continue onward. Um, it samples the song You Got What I Need by Freddie Scott. Mm-hmm. Um Bismarcky's real name, it's a stage name, is uh, Marcel Theo Hall, born April 1964. Uh, he is known as the clown prince of hip-hop. The
1: clown prince of yes. hip-hop. He is a predominant... Cl- clown?
2: The clown prince, not the crown prince. I would have said crown <laughs> prince if I meant crown prince, Michael. That's
1: muscle memory for British people to I say. I would have
2: just said it. it wouldn't have even, I wouldn't have even realized they said it. Silly, silly twit. Um, yes, I'm given, to, I'm given to understand that this Bees Marquis was um, a proponent and a, a, an instigator of comedic hip-hop. Uh, which at the time uh, was sorely lacking.
1: Well you had uh Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff, I suppose.
0: Yes, but this was fair. Parents funny. just don't understand. And they still don't. But you're,
1: sorry, um, you
0: were sorry, And saying. he
2: was he's a master beatboxer, which I'm given to understand is a highly sought after quality in American music.
1: It's it's
0: a nice party trick. Um, but have you ever tried beatboxing with a bee? No, I with tend... her beatbox. No, with a I... beatbox, that can be your, your DJ name. No, I,
2: I tend to I tend to keep a ready supply of chapstick uh, on my person at all times for my lips. They get quite dry. But you were saying about Mister yes. Bizmarkey, um, and uh, this song, uh, as we are uh, about to discover, describes Biz's attempted relationship with a woman who is secretly in a relationship with another man.
1: Well, we've already gotten some foreshadowing. He's he's indicated she said, and it sounds like she established this up front, that there's going to be a year before any any hanky panky I don't know what, what British colloquialism I could say that would I I, I, I want to try to bridge the gap a little bit.
2: Uh before any romp in the willows takes place. Before
1: any romp in the willows. That was my favorite story with Mr. Toad. Before Oh, any- excuse me, that was Wind in the Willows. <laughs> before before any That was the porn parody. Before any Bingley Bangley to- takes to- place. Oh, d- Yes. I, I gotta Before say. Before a
2: thrumping occurs. Uh,
1: when you come into the thrumping shop. I'm sorry? Uh, it's a previous episode we oh, did. So I didn't get that far.
0: There is. Now, I, I, I'm not trying to su- suggest that people should rush into sex or anything like that. But I feel like there's always a little eyebrow raise when someone's like, I don't know. a year, Like they tell you right off the bat it's going to be a year. Well, listen, I have a friend, I have a friend, and if he listens, I won't say his name, because this is crazy. But let's call him and then say his name. Uh, but he was in a relationship, seven years, no sex, gets married, gets divorced a month later, never had sex, and I think it was all a fucking con scheme. A con for what? What? How that Also, isn't a con just a scheme? It's rather redundant
1: saying con scheme. <laughs> no, this was such a scheme, it was a con scheme.
0: It was a condom no scheme. Or no con... <laughs> <laughs> there's some... There's It's right there. Insert <laughs> clever joke here. We're just going to
1: have you, a placeholder. You, you, Insert <laughs> clever joke here. Would you
2: say that it's on the tip of your tongue? Yes, I'm starting to get this now.
1: Yes. <laughs> But you're saying, Mister Bismarcky, is possibly yeah, referring to a similar situation. I, I honestly
2: don't understand what the what the trouble is. I, my wife and I never even uh, kissed until we were married for three weeks.
1: Mister Withersby, or excuse me, Professor Withersby. Thank do you. you do you ever worry that you're just perpetuating very outdated negative stereotypes <laughs> of your own people? I
2: I don't. It's it's not really a stereotype if. I, As a British person,
1: yes, and you're very obviously it. a British person, so I suppose that's true. You know what? Sorry, I got my face. <laughs> He's a man of intellect, Nick. Do you ha- do you have any British listeners? Yes, we actually do. We have, we have quite a few. Oh, they're, goodness. And i got to say, in term, they're kind of our best listeners. Enough that if they were to all, for some reason, go away <laughs> at, all at once, would, that would, be would the something case. They'd bad be, happen? They'd be thrilled to have such accurate representation, oh, perpetuating Quiet. true British. Quiet. Yes, absolutely. Quiet. absolutely. Um,
3: so let's hear a little yes, bit I want to get, about yes.
2: what biz is about.
3: At a concert, she had long hair and a short miniskirt. I just got on stage dripping porn with sweat. I was walking through the crowd, and guess who I met? I whispered in the air, Come to the pitcher booth so I could ask you some questions to see if you're 100 proof. I asked her, Honey, she said, Blah, blah, blah. She had nine ten pants and a very big ball up a second.
0: He's uh,
3: oh no, go ahead. I don't understand
2: nine ten pants.
0: Uh, are is... they
2: nine tenths of a pant,
1: or are they nine inches waistwise and then ten inches long? In which case, she is a like doll. That's just a that's just an obscene way
2: to wear a pair of trousers.
1: Also, Bismarcky has is very quickly losing my empathy towards him as the narrator because he's he's only talked up her physical attributes and doesn't even care about her
0: name. And he wants to see if she's a hundred proof, or perhaps that's like that's like fifty percent. That's a high. That's a high percentage of alcohol, right there. That is, that's been, like rubbing alcohol. Perhaps
2: he has been so hurt by this individual that he deigns to not remember her name as a small act of microaggression. Uh, but yes, so so luddus um, is a type of uh, love. As I was saying, is is playful. It's uncommitted, casual, and undemanding, and it works best when both. Parties are on the same page.
1: I feel like any kind of love works best when both parties are on the same
2: but page. But trouble occurs when one party mistakes the role of each other. Um, oh,
0: it's, this is so freaking true, man!
2: Ah, in this uh, this interpretation, uh, I believe what uh, Mister Marquis uh, is attempting to describe is when one party. Assumes that the relationship is at the lettuce stage, mm-hmm. whereas uh, the other is perhaps a little bit, a little bit closer to, say, um, the arrow stage, uh, or even further, like a filial or storge stage.
0: I once, uh, I was once in a relations with somebody, and uh, it started in the lettuce stage. I'm like lettuce is great, this is awesome, I could eat lettuce all day, and. Uh, Yes, but it's, it's not quite a homonym,
2: Michael. But I, I applaud your efforts.
0: But then there was a discussion about a Netflix account, and I was like, "Oh, I think this is getting more of a an eros vibe. Eros, right? Yeah, eros. Yes. And I was wrong. No, it was still lettuce. But once you mess I up, the- let
1: us not go into the eros.
0: Phase. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's pretty much what she said. Well, seems- and then, and then, no more salad. That was it. <laughs>
1: Salad remains
0: untossed. Garces.
2: Oh, I, I I do hate that. With the The dressings all at the bottom. And
1: I know when you the have a salad, leaves and are all dry. When you have a salad ha- and you want that. undressing, it's <laughs> very disappointing.
2: Um, but no, it, it is apparent that. Um, uh, the, uh, the the woman that Mr. Marquis is after appears to... Let's do- call her
1: blah, blah, blah. Let's call her
2: blah, blah, blah. Appears to assume that this is a very casual relationship, whereas Mr. Marquis deems it something more or wishes it to be something more.
0: Ah, that's right. Whether you think it's happening or wish it's happening, you're already fucked. <laughs> Good advice to live by.
3: Well, let's continue. Yes. Since she was enthused, I said, How do you like the show? She said, I was very amused. I started throwing, she started throwing back mid range, but when I sprung the question, she acted kind of strange. Then when I asked, Do you have a man? She tried to pretend. She said, No, I don't. I only have a friend. Come on. I So, this should have been. Red alert!
1: Red alert! She's wearing a uh, red—excuse me—a red dress in the video that we're watching as well. Yes, some almost Shamalonian foreshadowing.
2: Yes, it's—it's almost as if um, uh, Mr. Marquis uh, was so desirous of this woman that he purposefully overlooked several
1: flashing red lights, including the ones she was wearing. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And the ones he drove through on his way to the venue where he met her.
2: Yes. <laughs> well, he was late. He was probably sleeping.
1: <laughs> he pro- he's ver- as we established, he's very tired. He's very tired all the time.
2: Michael, you look confused.
0: Well, I wonder, right? I uh, may frequently ignore red flags. But then also, what happens when you ignore green f- Are there green flags? Is it the good ones?
2: Well, I think we're, we're mixing our metaphors a little bit. Um, because
1: uh, green light oh. versus red flags—it's um, <laughs> very quaint. I Listen, just, in Plattsburgh, they still have a flag system where they hire a little, a a a, a, a li- yes, exactly, a, a little, a little townsboy to wave the red flags because electricity still hasn't
0: made its way up to oh, Plattsburgh yet. Oh, it's, it's shit. adorable. I'm sorry. I'm so. So the red dress means stop.
2: Well, no, the red dress means red dress.
0: Okay, let's just go with red. Let's just boil it down
1: to colors. Let's keep the metaphor as broad as possible. Red means stop. Red, mixed red signals. etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm mostly interested, though, because I feel like Bismarcky. I, I remember this part of the song where he says, she said, I just had a friend. As you established, red flag, red light, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I believe he goes into the chorus,
3: Yes. Yes. do for it, This what I'm going to say. You got what I need. But you say he just a friend. And you say he just a friend. Oh baby you got what I need. But you say he just a friend. But you say he just a
2: friend. And I want to point out here um, in the video we're watching, uh, young Mr. Marquis has now taken on the appearance of one Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart.
1: Yes, which gives me the impression that Bismarcky has a degree of awareness that he is not a particularly talented singer and is almost just hyperbolically playing up that fact. As all good comedians do. And bear in
2: mind, first and foremost, he is a comedic music artist.
1: I suppose, but the song he's talking about so
0: far is actually, I think, resonating with many people out there. Yes,
2: and it's quite sad, quite sad indeed.
0: So all Bismarcky really needs is a girl in a nine ten dress with big boobs and can sing mid range. <laughs> yes, or was that
1: a meta- Or was it more like you know, you're the mid range to my bass. Like like that's how we complete each other. Yes,
2: he was make a metaphor. beautiful music together. It was a metaphor. He wasn't he wasn't literally looking for a woman who sings of he a certain was, range. though.
0: Uh, I, I begged to differ with you, Professor Witherby, because get me on this. Withersby. Withersby
2: Withersby. Whether he be or not.
0: Well, he's, well to be or not to be about this thing here is that Bismarck is a singer. Is mm. he though? Is he a singer? Have, he's
1: a rapper who tries to sing. Well, is he a singer? He's even see. a
2: rapper. He
3: stumbles <laughs> Wait, over his words. Wait, hold on a second. A is
2: he a singer? Let's see.
3: Oh, baby, you oh. I need.
2: He's a singer, you say.
3: You say he just a
2: Sir, George Michael is a singer. It's all- Madonna is a singer. Yes, I know she isn't actually British, but we took her. She's ours now. <laughs>
1: How do you? You don't get Madonna. <laughs> What makes
2: you think you get Madonna? Because for about two years there, she spoke with a weird, spotty English accent. Something which I certainly enjoyed as an Englishman
0: whose own accent can occasionally be spotty. It's like they say. It's in the ear of the beholder. Right? Music is in the
1: ear of the beholder? Yeah. I, I suppose so.
0: It's so an interpolation <laughs>
1: of an other expression but I suppose the, the sentiment still stands.
3: So blah for a I have friends and that's a fact like Agnes, Agatha, and Jack. He
2: has I'm, and I'm saying this as an Englishman his friends have very old names. <laughs> because I have friends like Hattie and Bertha
1: and Agnes. Agnes, Agatha, Jermaine, and Jack. Well, I guess he he lives. He's grew up with uh, people who have a nostalgia for kind of older names. Although also, the song came out, he was born in 64? 64. 64, okay. So, maybe those names are more popular then. You know, in like 10, 10 to 12 years, there's going to be a bunch of high schoolers named Khaleesi. Just and saying. Good for,
0: and good for them.
1: Well, the kids didn't have any say in the matter.
0: (laughs) Well, God, you know, is it like how we worship celebrities? Like, we used to worship people in the book, the good books. So, you know, I guess guess. it would make sense that we name them after... Do you mean the Bible? Yeah.
2: In the good book? It's a good book. Have you read it? Ah, most of it. I got confirmed. You know, we had to read through it. The King James Version. Oh, that's your people's. Yes. It's the only... Technically speaking, I'm Anglican, so I don't exactly read that, but still.
0: <laughs> How about them Protestants? You know, let's An get back Anglican to this Anglican is Marquee. a
2: Protestant. Yeah. Uh, yes, let's <laughs> continue.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That, let's go into
3: the story about our girl named Blah 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 that adore me. So we started talking, getting familiar, spending a lot of time so we can build up relationships. Some understanding how it's gonna be in the future we was planning. Everything sounded so dandy and sweet. I had no idea I was in for a treat. Ap-
2: so so far we have mister Marquis foreseeing a future in this relationship. Um but uh based on the timbre of the song so far, we are possibly going to see him be utterly thwarted.
1: Uh, I feel like he laid that out quite blatantly when he mentioned at the prior, immediately prior to the first chorus, that she said she did have just a friend. I mean, given the information that Bismarque has given the listener, I think we could also anticipate uh, that he is, as he said, in for a treat.
0: Yo, like Bismarque, you fool! I mean. Oh, strong words, Michael. Oh, Very strong. I mean, and I don't mean to be uh, too, um, you know, negative here. But, I mean, Jesus, you ask her, she's got a man. You got a man? No, I have a friend.
2: That just seems like a piece of information that he wasn't asking for.
0: (laughs) What would that have to do with anything? If someone responds with, I have a friend, it means they got... They got some sort of fuck buddy going on. I was going to
1: say, you know, in in this modern age we're living in. Oh, another
2: lovely American colloquialism. I love it.
1: (laughs) Oh, you have have to have fuck buddies in the UK.
2: Well, we don't call them that.
1: What do you call them, bippy
0: boppers?
2: (laughs) We call them pleasure pals.
0: Pleasure pals. Pleasure pals. That sounds like some sort of sick kid show.
2: (laughs) Well, it, it did air Professor, on BBC Three for a couple of years.
0: Professor, Professor Withersby, I don't know
1: why, but for some reason I'm imagining a whole bunch of people in your home country just screaming in frustration, almost as if like you're perpetuating absolute lies to like a wide international audience of people that might actually think that you're being serious.
2: Yes, well, thank God
1: I'm not. Well, you are actually British, as we have established, so this is all so accurate continue. We have two
2: more songs to get to, so let's continue on. Yes, let's. Let's see Let's see if I can skip ahead to the
3: third verse. Yeah, <laughs>
0: the pleasure pals.
3: So I came to her college on a surprise visit to see my girl that was so exquisite. It was a school day. I know she was there the first semester of the school year. I went to a game to ask where was a dorm. This guy made me feel out a visitor's form. He <laughs> told me where it was, and I was on my way to see my baby. No, my hold I was
0: happy. This- this feels more and more. Re- I think this really happened to Bismarcky. Well,
1: because he's doing the great thing that you're supposed to do in improv, where he's he's being very specific. <laughs> he's just literally laying out a story. There's no metaphor at all in the song. It's just a hey, point
0: by point, shot by shot explanation of what happened. Now, you know, you know what bothers me, and and Professor Withersby, I, could you could you go on this a little bit? I find that when it comes to all love stories, tragically, it's always the same. You always think something's gonna be a good idea, and then it's always wrong. You're always wrong. Like when you try to surprise somebody in a relationship, oh, I'm gonna go visit them on campus. And what happens? They're every always time? cheating. And they're always cheating. <laughs>
1: Listeners, never surprise your lover with a surprise visit. They will always be cheating.
0: Or or do
2: if you actually wish to determine whether or not that's happening.
0: But like, or sometimes they're like, what the what why like some people don't like surprises? And you always think people are gonna like surprises because you watch all these 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 love movies. And so why do the love movies tell you everything wrong? It's like it's a fantasy. See, I'm not trying. I'm I'm not sure I yes, understand. Your pe- the the blood of love actually
1: is on your people's hands. Well, it's not love actually. <laughs> Shut up, ah, Professor <laughs> Professor Withersby. That's quite rude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just have I have some traumatic p- memories of when Stephen was on the show and trying to do a Keira Knightley impression. <laughs>
2: I'm sure it was right on.
1: Oh, it was not. It was sure, not. It was right it was up there with the grates. You wouldn't understand prof- Professor Withersby, <laughs> but it was terrible.
2: Also, I'm surprised he managed to get through security with, since he doesn't
1: quite understand what her name is. No. Um, yeah. Blah, blah, uh, blah. blah. Ah, close enough. Security guard lets him in.
3: Say, I in front She's moving <laughs> with what's her face? <laughs> <laughs> Could you tell me where is door three? They showed me where it was for the moment. I didn't know I was there for such an event. So I came to a room and in door oh snap guess what i saw
2: I- so yes from what you've said earlier it, it does quite seem as though surprise is never I, I don't i also don't understand this human fascination with surprise especially when you consider any time you are minorly surprised by a thing how negative that connotation usually is like oh
1: like, oh, I've been surprised. Well, he also hasn't indicated what he seems yet, because you hit pause. It could be anything. It could, she A blah, blah, blah could be uh, breeding gerbils. She could be staging an Eyes Wide Shut style orgy.
2: Well, it's possibly somewhere in the middle. <laughs> Let's find out.
3: kiss my girl in I was so my heart went. She the that I send. Don't ever talk to a girl Who says she just has a friend, has a friend, has a friend has She a was friend. kissing her friend
1: Almost as if he was more than a friend what, With with tongue, you mean? Yes, with well, tongue Well, in certain cultures, know, I, you
2: know, that's a standard hello what? Not mine, of course No, 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 no goodness, not. no
0: What culture can I start telling people and say hello? Like I that? believe
1: it's
2: the French
0: Ah, oh, God, the, you gotta love the French
2: Must I?
1: Well, thank God you won't have to deal with them in the EU anymore. Yes, <laughs> quite.
2: Cheese eating surrender monkeys, a lot of them.
1: <laughs> Shout out to our French listeners.
0: Well, let's Brexit out of this one and get into our <laughs> next song. <laughs> yes,
1: quite, Michael. So thank that's... you, thank you for um, for the, for that detailed um, metaphorical tie-in with. Uh, le- I was just gonna say lettuce. That's all I. It's yes, l- l- lettuce.
0: Lettuce. Oh, l- 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 lutus. Lettuce or yeah. lutus. Lettuce. Lotus. lutus...
2: Perhaps our Greek <laughs> listeners could inform us on this. Um, so that um, that was uh, Luddus. Um, so now we are going to describe um, something which I am given to understand one member of this esteemed panel has much personal experience with, which is manic love. Oh! Or obsessive love.
1: Mm. Um. Listeners, if I had a dollar every time... Mike greeted me, like, usually when, like, we come into recorder, I see Mike, we're like, you know, how's it going? What have you been up to? Because I know Mike has probably done something, and the amount of, if I could, if I got a dollar every time Mike said, Nick, man, I think she's digging, <laughs> I would be able to retire from the podcast.
2: Taking a grave, most like.
1: <laughs> uh, hey what? <laughs> up top. Uh, yes, I will give that to yes. you, Professor Withersby.
2: It's my first high five. That's right, your people don't do that. Is, I, could we take a moment for me to go wash my hands? Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, <laughs> okay good. So I'm back. Yes, yes, yes. It's very fast. So, so what, what
1: is what is the next song so that we, ties in with Mania? We will be
2: discussing the song Sweet Tangerine. I'm less familiar with
1: the song, so I'm by interested. By the in. band
0: The Hush Sound. Oh, sh- that's their name? Yes. So, okay.
1: They just called themselves Chloroform.
0: <laughs> oh, Nick, you sick fuck. <laughs> Again with that word. You sick fornicate. (laughs) There's more than two.
2: You sick philanderer. I'll take it. See
3: how easy that is.
0: No, I've already said it now, haven't I? Oh, okay, Professor Withersby.
4: Rainbows quick.
0: That's not true. Which part? That last part.
1: Like it or not, I'm all
0: you've got. She's got another guy. Didn't she didn't it just say? Wait. You're, you're all his, his. And I'm all yours.
2: I'm all yours. Which means he's, as you would uh, Americans would say, he, he's hung up on her.
1: You, you, sh- you don't say that in the UK?
2: No, 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 no. We have a different phrase.
1: What is that phrase? I, I'm dying to hear it.
2: <laughs> um... She's all sixes and sevens.
1: Do you know what? I'd believe it. Although I'm pretty sure being at sixes and sevens is an expression that means something else, but that might just be an American thing. Uh, okay, so yeah. So I will say the song is a toe-tapper, though. Yes, it's, it's, quite, it's got quite a beat to it, which is why I,
2: I think the subject material definitely rubs up in a wrong fashion against its uh, jauntiness.
0: I find this jarring. Is it this, is this supposed to be? I can't feel like I can't quite find the balance. Well, you
2: know, we have just started.
0: The song's giving me vertigo.
2: Before we get too far in the song, the, uh, the hush sound, I should say. Uh, they're an American indie pop band with band members Bob Morris on lead guitar, Chris Farler on bass, Darren Wilson on drums, and Greta Solpeter on piano, with all of them sharing vocals. They were, the band was actually founded by Bob and Greta, who met when they were in 10th and 7th grades, respectively. Wow. Quite young,
0: as I take it to understand. Um, yeah, what well, era? 10th t- and 7th. Oh, no, no, God! So one was in the middle school hanging out with the high school, huh? Yes. He must have quite, been a pretty cool kid. So. Or the other guy was a big loser.
2: The other guy's a girl who's uh, Greta. is in 7th grade. Oh, uh. so Greta's a girl's name. It's important to me that you know this.
0: I misheard you the first time. I,
2: I can only, I can only guess. Um, and um, they were signed and discovered by Fallout Boys Pete Wentz.
1: No Ooh, kidding. Yes, you know, Fallout Boys, a band. I feel like we should have discussed in this podcast by now. But
2: yes, well, the days are long and the time is coming. <laughs> That's. I read that in a Zane Grey <laughs> novel once.
1: <laughs> that sounds about
2: right. Um. So the song "Sweet Tangerine" is an example of obsessive love, uh, or uh, manic mania. Uh, maniac love is a manic love is a type of love that leads a partner into a type of madness and obsessiveness. Uh, it occurs when there is an imbalance Mike between eros yes, yes, between eros and ludus. Uh, To those who experience mania, love itself is a means of rescuing themselves, a a reinforcement of their own self-value as the sufferer of poor self-esteem. The person wants to love and to be loved and to find a sense of self-value. Because of this, they um, they can become possessive and jealous lovers, Mm. feeling as though they desperately need their partners. And if the other partner fails to reciprocate with the same kind of manic love, well... Issues may prevail,
1: such as you calling them a piece of fruit, like a sweet tangerine. Exactly.
0: Ah, oh, but when it's reciprocated, let me tell you, unstoppable you might become. Oh my know? goodness, you spit in my face! Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Professor Withersby. No, but um, no, it's true. You sh- you you should try not to go too mania with the love, but um, but when you want to think about how we all got here, right? Back in the old ages of primal love. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? The what? old ages of primal love. That's
1: not the title of your debut soul album. <laughs> I don't know what is.
0: You found yourself a mate, right? And, you, and you're hunkered down together and you're surviving out there. And you do anything for them for your family. You know, you ki- you kill people with your bare freaking hands for your lover. You're not going to do that with your typical lettuce love or your, like, feely love. No, no, no. You need your eros and you need your mania. And that's how you're going to take your family line and take it to the top. So you've just
2: literally described a sex maniac. Eros and mania sex maniac this is the this is the ultimate distillation of man to you
1: sex maniac sex maniac mike has removed his headphones and is having some kind of fit in his hands
0: this mike. is the ultimate man this is homo superior to you homo superior that's good fun or is that was that uh, was that one of them Technically, it's an (laughs) X-Man.
1: But I digress.
0: Sex maniac. Oh, shit.
1: Yes, I want to hear a little bit more of this mania.
0: (laughs) Just... I
1: don't think these feelings are going to leave. That does make love Romania sound like a mental illness.
0: This guy's just just screaming out to all those poor lovers out there that are still like, ah, oh, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Love's a mental illness, Nick. Don't uh... you said that before on the podcast? I'll say it once. I'll say it a million times. But it's you know what.
1: Well, now you have more of a vocabulary provided by Professor Withersby to specify what kind of love is a mental illness. Because I think lettuce isn't necessarily,
0: but mania perhaps is. Nick, if you're mania and someone else is lettuce, do to think the lettuce person's crazy? Like, like that's not love. Or what's the other one? What's um? What's the one where the the other person's fucking everybody else? Well, it's not one that's exactly that. <laughs> It's, it's just sort of a, 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 a it's a nice
2: little in-between that human beings find themselves in. Uh, Let us, if that's what you're thinking of, is the playful sort of love. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, and, and when one was thinking it was one type
0: of love and the other was thinking it was a different type of love, then uh, they get their loves mixed up. What was the eighth one? You described like this eighth one before, I'm trying to remember, it was like the last one you had said. Pragma?
2: Pragmatic love? Yeah, what's that one? It's love that's matured past casual um, maintained for many years, like if you've been married for a very long time or you're English. They're they're
0: mutually interchangeable. Would you say, is that why, because the, they always tell you to spice things up, That's that's got to be, Eros is the spice. The British don't know what spices are, despite trying to conquer half the yes, world to contain them.
2: many nations in an attempt to make our food not taste like shite.
0: <laughs> All the spices you steal and you still taste like food like 75% shite.
2: of public restaurants... In Britain are Indian restaurants.
0: <laughs> I hope that's true. That's kind of funny. It's mostly true.
4: If I could I'd lock you up and the key. It's wow. just you
2: and me. You see how jaunty that was.
1: I'd lock you up and throw away the key. It's just you and me.
2: Somebody's been watching the new season of You. <laughs> Or just
1: any Netflix documentary on serial killers.
0: When I make my web series uh, romantic comedy um, called Me and Bowser, which will be about Princess Peach and her love affair with Bowser, this uh, uh, I think this will be on the soundtrack, no doubt about it. Yeah? Well, yeah. yeah, I think it's very... Uh... Can reach out to the Hush sound and see
1: if they are willing to provide the soundtrack.
2: So, so here's where we start to go slightly off the rails...
3: Through the curtains as quick as the cold wind, slowly exploring the room where you sleep oh, no. The stare of your portrait, the passing of your scent, left
4: me no choice but to stay.
2: It's quite poetic.
1: No, M- Mike um, looks like the scream portrait.
2: <laughs> oh, from Edvard Munch,
1: the very one.
2: This is where the mania takes over. This is nah, where the darkness nah. creeps into the light.
0: This is, this is where what, the NCIS takes over. This is not good. This is this is this. Oh, I love the
2: actress with the weird colored hair and the nice bangs. Yeah, she's very good. She's very good. She's adorable. This is disturbing. Yes. Yes, it's it's mania. It's the very definition of obsessive love. Nah, nah, nah. But especially when you consider, at the beginning of the song, he's describing the fact that he's standing outside of her current domicile uh, in the rain, pining for her,
0: and then makes his way inside. Makes his
2: way inside (laughs) as if he were invisible.
0: But this is not. (laughs) This is not what love is about. It's not about love, actually. It's not about (laughs) love, actually. No, 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 See, and this is where this is where I think maybe, perhaps, I've been having a misunderstanding of the of the mania love. You know,
2: I I'd wager that you have very much misunderstood the
0: purpose of manic love. Like I thought, the manic love was where you empowered each other through obsession, not where you take it away. Empowered side.
2: Oh, yes. each other
0: <laughs> through obsession, yeah.
2: How like a, does one empower another by obsessing over them?
0: Like this, you can not hands. Like what do? don't, no, don't touch <laughs> me. That's so. Just imagine we're holding hands. We so
2: haven't been married for thirty years. You like, can't touch my hand. And I
0: look at you and I go, I fucking love you. And then you look at me and you're like, I fucking love you. And I'm like, and we're like. That's Sounds like it. something Professor yes, Wethersby would say.
2: Yes, that's not quite, not quite how I could see myself doing it. But considering the fact that. You almost drew blood just now when you were digging your fingernails into your own hands. Uh. (laughs) I
0: feel as though you are still not quite grasping the dangers of manic-obsessive love. No, 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 but you you get the the, 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 the circle of empowerment. It's like we're fueling
2: each other. Is that where the strength of the sex maniac flows?
1: (laughs) Through mutual obsession? That adds up. It makes you unstoppable. Unstoppable people aren't... Depending I'd, I'd on very their much intentions
0: are not necessarily a good thing. Yes,
2: I'd say I'd very much enjoy for most people to be
1: stoppable.
0: Unless you were the unstoppable one, right?
1: I'd want someone to check my powers, I'll just say uh,
0: it. Oh come on, Nick, that's no fun.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> having any ties to social responsibility is no fun. God, what a Jake Paul. Dab.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh, Professor, Professor, you have
1: listened to our most recent (laughs) episode. Or are a Jake Paul fan. (laughs) Yes, I didn't
2: understand a single bit of it, but I I certainly had fun doing that dab maneuver.
1: Certain cultural things just don't cross. I don't even understand what the hell's happening.
2: So for our final uh, delving into the heady atmosphere that is amour. Yes. Which is a French word, and I'm... I hate myself for saying, even now as I say it. Oh, uh, I, adore.
0: Right? I, I love I'm it. blinded
2: with bloodlust just hearing it. Um, we are going to cover uh, philousia or self-love, um, and we will do so with this song.
0: Nothing like flesh love, man. Is that what it is? no
2: philousia?
0: Philousia. Philousia. Flashlight. Got it. Philousia. I, no, I don't yeah, understand yeah, why yeah, you're traveling.
2: Philousia. <laughs> Why are, you, why are you laughing? I don't understand why. What is, what is, what is wrong with him?
1: No, I I, I just. It's forlascia.
2: Probably... That's how you say it. <laughs> so okay, well, so we're going to discuss this last song, uh, which is a, a perfect examination of the concept of self-love. <laughs>
0: I love this song. I've loved this song since high school, since middle school.
2: Michael, I have Uh, known you for approximately (laughs) one and a half hours, and I can say with utmost certainty that I believe you when you say one of your favorite songs is about the self-pleasure a woman undertakes.
1: By which you mean the song... I Touch Myself by By Divinals. By the Divinals,
2: yes. A divine Australian pop group. Uh, uh, Um, uh, 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 Forbes, were you the Sesame
1: Street count just
0: now?
2: (laughs) What the devil was that? The bloody Sesame Street count.
0: One stroking myself. Ah, ah, ah. 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 Two stroking myself. Ah, ah, ah. If you
2: need more than two, you're doing it wrong. (laughs)
0: Meanwhile, Mike's family's like, Mike, what are you doing in the bathroom? Just a minute. (laughs)
1: Three. Three stroking myself.
2: Yes. Very good, gentlemen. Way to completely sully a beloved children's show character. Mm, yes.
0: Um, <laughs> More like the mountain, you know what I mean? <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> I suppose you could say it's the César me Street. S- that was too much of a stretch. I don't feel right saying that. <laughs> That's fair. Um, the Divinals were an Australian rock band formed in 1980, made up of vocalist Chrissy Amphlet and guitarist uh, Mark Markenty. Um, the two were introduced in a car park by Jeremy Paul, formerly of Air Supply. Wait,
0: in a car park?
2: In a car park. Yes, a, 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 a garage.
0: A, a garage? yes.
1: I remember, when I, stu- cars? I remember when I studied in the UK and I said garage, they're like, what the hell are you talking about? Yes, I... I what, the, what the hell are you talking about? A garage, a car park. In Glasgow, there's a music venue called The Guttage. I was like, what, you mean The Garage? They're like, no, so The a, Guttage.
2: Do you understand this inane giggling when I say perfectly plausible words like philousia?
1: So in a car park...
2: Uh, originally billed as a hard rock band, with uh, Amphlet gaining notoriety by performing on stage in a school uniform and fishnets. Um, however, by this point in the late 80s, early 90s, they had transitioned to more pop music and elaborate onstage costumes. Which, for this song, I can... But I scarcely imagine what sort of costume. they I don't want to, to
1: jump any of your notes, uh, Professor Withersby. But if I recall correctly, actually, this song was ba- the video was banned in their home country.
2: Yes, the Australians are quite an odd duck in terms of the Commonwealth. You see, they 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 aren't terribly. You would th- you would think they're very rough and tumble that they wouldn't be uh, terribly squeamish, but uh, qu- quite the opposite actually. Uh, violent video games, explicit sexual conduct—they're quite very closed in about it, which is v- very interesting Especially- when you consider the whole country
0: is just a bunch of convicts. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Aussie listeners, don't listen to Professor. Riz- I mean, you. Are- I love y'all. Yeah, I th- it was a prison. It was a penal colony you started technically- by the British. correct in that.
1: However, usually, I I always feel like America has the monopoly on puritanical I
2: don't understand how complete and utter criminals became such squeamish
0: sorts. You know what else they banned in Australia that I love? Burger King.
1: They banned Burger King? That was a wise choice, Australia. They they call
0: it Hungry Jacks.
1: Hungry Jacks? Did they
2: Ban Burger King, or did they merely rechristen Burger King?
1: They do not want the. Uh, they don't want any kings. They're too get burned that by the royalty out of here.
2: But they're, they're part of. They're part of the Commonwealth.
1: Oh, in name
0: only. It's a little stone. Canada's part of the Commonwealth. It's the yes, stone they are. They throw up. It's the stone they're throwing up. Well, get out of here. But not America. We
1: threw your asses <laughs> into the Boston Harbor.
2: Yes, and you never, you you, you never cease to talk about it. Whenever anybody is in a room with you it
1: happened 200 some odd years ago and we're still riding that high um, but
2: there's uh, uh. a few other a few other facts about um, the Divinals. I touch myself hmm. um, God,
1: the fact you' well, can say that as a British person
2: it I um, yes I, oh, I'm going to ooh, I'm going to give myself this. a right washing when I get done with this I touch myself resulted uh, from an unusual collaboration um, uh between Amphlet, McEntee, and American songwriting partners Tom Kelly and Billy Steinberg, who are famous for songs like uh, Madonna's Like a Virgin, Cyndi Lauper's True Colors, and I Drove All Night, The Bangles' Eternal Flame, The Pretender's I'll Stand By You, and Whitney Houston's Emotional. Wow. Sorry, so emotional. Quite a repertoire. Quite a pedigree. Um, And they all four got together and wrote this song about ladies touching themselves.
1: Ah, Oh, now it makes sense. Yes. Gotcha. Thank you.
2: As uh, Steinberg recalled in an interview, the four-way collabor- collaboration shouldn't have succeeded, but did. Four people for him is too many. Two people can write a song better, s- song together. Three people can write a song together, but four is awkward.
1: But I like one person can do the job <laughs> perfectly fine. In
2: most cases, but sometimes it's more fun to get together with three or four of your closest friends and work together. To ultimate fulfillment, work it together. Yes, yes. really to the,
0: hammer
1: it out. To yes.
2: ultimate fulfillment of there, pound it out and yes. get
1: get some product on the floor.
2: Yes, yes. Like we're all on the same page.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Why are you
2: grinning? It's very hot grin, Michael. Um, so I put the as he goes on. I put the lyric in front of Tom, and he started singing. I love myself. I want you to love me. So Tom, um, not Stein. Yes, Tom Kelly was. Uh, That's how they sort of listened for whether or not this was going to be a delightful song or not. If This gentleman, Tom Kelly, singing the lyrics we just partook in. What a gatekeeper. Uh, But yes, and it goes on, and the song goes on.
0: Now, can you imagine, so so what kind of love is this? Where you're like, so it's not just self-love. Because you're like, I I love me. I want you to love me. I don't want to love anybody else. So it's a little bit of the manic in there, too, huh? There's a touch of it, yes. Well, a little Tatamania tata mania. Hum- human beings
2: aren't exactly capable of what I call pure love, which is a pure f- love fashioned purely after one of the ancient, eight ancient Greek love types.
0: What's the pure love?
2: Well, no, I, I, that's what I'm saying is that a pure love would be to only feel a single type of love. Usually, the, you, they paint with all the colors, as it were.
1: But it's like the Inuit with snow. There's a, snow. You could argue snow, snow and love is love, but there's so many fine permutations to love. I would yeah. argue there's no such thing as like a perfect love. Yes. No.
2: No, I oh. would also agree.
0: It's imperfectly perfect. You know, huh. all... The... To,
2: to believe it perfect, in fact, leads to the darker, more manic sides of love.
0: Why is my love not Leads
2: to love? sweet
1: tangerines. Sweet, sweet tangerines. I could go for a tangerine. Oh, By yeah. which you mean breaking into someone's home and sneaking under their bed. And grabbing their hand? Skin. I know there's skin contact. No, to... no,
2: no, no. They, 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 they submerge their hands in shadow and use the shadow to disguise their caresses. It's all oh. very florid.
1: <laughs> you mean horrid.
0: Is that where the boogeyman came from? The hush sound.
2: If you're into that, sure.
1: Some I'm people your boogeyman, are. i boogeyman.
2: Boogeyman. Seeing as how the song Nicholas is referencing is from the 70s, and the hush sound song is from like five years ago, I would assume that they are not Congruent? No.
1: Probably, but who knows?
0: That's hard.
2: <laughs> How droll! Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had it's to because it. because they they are running and attempting to pleasure themselves.
0: Have you ever tried that? It's not easy. <laughs> First of all, the blood flows well. As a I don't know what it would be like for a woman. I guess.
2: That's right. You don't. You probably need some sort of very um some sort of very uh, high levels of tendon strength in your wrists. Certainly. I would assume. Can't sprain easily.
0: Wait.
1: Mike is demonstrating on himself currently. <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: just trying to Wait, what does that have to do with the wrists actually?
1: Also, how dare we three men try to subvert a song about female pleasure and self empowerment.
0: You're right, because you know we we will never truly reach a level of satisfaction that a woman can, or of pain. They they've got the they've got the extremes of both sides of the spectrum, right? I hear a female orgasm is just way better than a male orgasm.
2: Well, I wouldn't know. In fact, I don't really never, know what a male never... orgasm feels like. <laughs> to
1: be honest, that's right. That's right. You're a British person who's married. <laughs> oh my.
0: I'm, I'm, I know some UK listeners who are so going to disagree. I'm very happy
2: that that joke made it through, but whatever Nicholas was saying did not. Because I'm sure whatever he said wasn't insulting to an entire culture group.
1: I'm just going by reliable British person in front of me, Professor Withersby. Yes, if this what, were... what a non-offensive, non-random <laughs> British-sounding name. If this
2: were some sort of documentary, that would be the little placard underneath my name.
1: Yes, yes.
2: Um as a slight uh, deviation this song actually became an anthem uh in later years for breast cancer awareness. I was
1: actually hearing about this. Yes, it's, it's very she she discovered melan- melancholy.
2: She discovered her own breast cancer cancer by feeling herself by touching herself. That's how she discovered it. Uh and utilized the song going forward as a means of uh uh, getting that idea across to other women, which sadly she died yes. a few years later of said breast cancer. But um, she caught it by feeling herself, and, and
1: then this became kind of co-opted yes. intentionally to be like a way for women to touch herself, but like yes. change the meaning of the phrase somewhat.
0: I'm pretty fucking
2: sad now, guys. Yeah, I,
0: I didn't know that. Happened. Yes, welcome
2: to being British.
0: She turned her song into something so meaningful and cool. But it was meaningful
1: and, and cool th- originally, but it's just interesting how the lyrics can form a dual meaning.
0: I Ah,
2: Mike is yes, sobbing. A dual meaning like this one. Yes, that's. Yes, that can certainly go Any number of ways. I'd
1: get down on my knees and do anything for you? Yes. Well, I know a certain subsect of the public that would praise God. Professor Withersby.
0: Maybe she'll tie your shoes for you.
1: My shoes aren't tied. I'll do anything for you. Thanks. I always get stuck with the bunny ears. Uh,
2: That's its never really a problem for me. I only own loafers.
1: That's true. Oxford's,
2: ironically. I I teach at Cambridge, but I wear Oxford's. (laughs) Oh,
0: Dr. Oh Withersby. <laughs> it's a little. Oh professor. Are you a doctor? Fuck you, Professor yeah, Withersby. <laughs> professor. I
2: teach it at university.
0: Oh, okay. So. I just, you know, you're so esteemed. I, I thought you had your doctorate. I, didn't. I wonder
1: when Steve's going to be back. <laughs> certainly not today. No, no, certainly not. we have gone too far.
4: I love myself. I want you
0: When I forget myself, I want you to remind me. You know what? This this song, I think, encapsulates the... You know what? I think this this song, truthfully, uh, is, is what is encapsulating the, the highest esteem of love that I was trying to explain at the beginning of this episode, or throughout. Because Which was... Before we devolved into sex mania, you mean. Because I forgot the most important part. Self-love. Yes. Okay. You, there can be no other forms of love without self-love. You need three. You have the mania because, you know, you want to you want you, you want to get really into the person you're into. You're really into him, Yes. Right? You you uh, myself and the entire psychiatric community have differing opinions on that <laughs> than you, but go on. Then you got the self-love cuz you got to take care of yourself. And That's so fair. You, and you get away from the mania a little bit cuz you're, fo- you're you're talking you're focusing on you. Right? And then you got the, and well, then you got the arrows, which is—I mean, she's really into it when they get together, right?
1: Yeah.
2: And then I, uh, we have to assume because they don't, <laughs> otherwise she wouldn't be doing this.
0: But then even like I forget myself and I want you to remind me. That seems like on a friend level because we all want a friend too. Yes, that's. Um, sorry, that's Felia. Felia.
1: Literally, I feel you, man. I feel.
0: I feel you.
1: Just need. No, no, sorry, sorry. The the term is by Felicia. Uh, There might be, once again, a gap between America and... Felicia is how you say that word. How quaint.
2: Let's wrap this up, shall we? Yes, Michael, I'm I'm given to understand that you have some sort of personal experience. I can imagine
1: song. a 15-year-old Mike Russell just giggling his ass off over this.
0: Well, it's funny, Nick. I was uh I was 17 actually. Okay. And I was on uh I was on a senior trip. I we threw through a senior trip and we went on this uh this great retreat out to this uh it was like um this all-inclusive resort. Uh and while we were there so, I'm, you know, I'm from upstate. I'm from the boonies. A bunch of these city high schools came up, and there was a karaoke night at the place. And nice. I, I sang this song. And I was really putting on a performance, man. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I was really good. And, I can imagine. And uh, Actually, my friend, this girl was up there with me. She was singing too, and I was, oh, dude. But uh, we get to this part. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me interject. Were you duetting on
2: I Touch Myself? Yes, yes, we were. So you, you, you don't really understand the song then.
0: <laughs> hey, you got to sing to somebody. She's singing to somebody. Herself. I don't want anybody else. When I think about you, what, do you think she's a narcissist? She's singing. There could be a hypothetical person that she's addressing. Oh, yeah. I suppose you're Listen, right. I'm just,
2: I just don't. I just there, have three doctorates, you know. But no, no, whatever you guys said. There's sure. no
0: rules in karaoke. You can have duets on singlers. You, you can have two on ones, one on twos, three on twos, three on ones. This is my <laughs> Tinder profile. <laughs> yeah. But um. Oh, but the, this part. I got to this part, and I'm you know. Why not you? But when we get to the moaning, I was really going at it, and dude, like. What were the chaperones like? The, the, the mouse a gap a
1: gape? A gape. The word's a gape. <laughs> oh god, you just oh uh,
2: just I feel like you've <laughs> just stuck a hot poker in my ears.
0: I really man I think Professor Withersby on his last like uh but between you between but it, you oh, and me, but the, yeah. Professor, Professor Withersby's got a little bit of a stick up his ass.
1: <laughs> I think we can just kinda of chuggle
0: on. <laughs> but uh but the moaning? Too much it was too much for the MC and he cut my mic. Wow. But it, but it didn't matter because well, I, I have a powerful. You just moaned louder? I got a powerful diaphragm. You were like you, were like, you can cut my mic,
1: but you can't cut Mike. That's right, Nick.
0: And I moaned for those city kids. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. I'm getting that on a T-shirt.
1: I'm <laughs> Professor Withersby. I moan for those city kids I moaned good So Moan my city kids of music Moan for me Ah uh, Yes
0: Professor so that, that, <laughs> that
2: seems like good a place as any To hop off the song <laughs>
0: Mr. Well, we, we, we've been uh, straddling it for a while, um, so...
2: I will say, I've given to also understand that, that on occasion, the, the, the hosts of this show enjoy little, uh, the fun little things that they find here or there to punctuate the ending of the episode. So, this song has been covered, from what I'm given to understand, quite a few times, or been present in many films, television programs. Um, I discovered, in um, doing some research on this music, uh, a, a cover by this song, um, We'll just go ahead and play that here for you. No,
1: no, no. These are children. This is a children's choir. Of
4: all, of all young girls. Oh my God! No. <laughs>
0: Oh, and the male teacher's like, yeah, get it.
2: <laughs> so this is by the Scala and Kolakny brothers, which, unlike the name may suggest, is an all-women's choir. Um, they gathered together to cover the song I Touch Myself by the Divinals. It's a Belgian woman's choir, which if you understood the Belgians, you'd know this makes a lick more sense. Well, once
1: again, <laughs> EU, you don't have to worry about this anymore. Um, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: but yes, it's an all-girls choir singing I Touch Myself by the Divinals. Now, may- maybe they just looked young in the video. Because is it a woman's choir or a young girl's choir? <laughs> because...
2: I froze it. I froze the image so Mike yeah, could take a look at it. maybe Michael.
1: 15, 14.
0: You know what, though? No.
1: Fuck this conductor. He doesn't even have a little stick. He's just, like, jazz handing them. Ja-
0: and thrust
2: Michael, him. Michael, this feeling you're feeling right now, watching this, that's how we British feel <laughs> every minute of every day.
1: Painfully uncomfortable with yourself? Painfully uncomfortable with ourselves and everything around us. I, I also just want to say I really appreciated our UK listeners, for as long as you've listened to this podcast. <laughs> Thank you so
2: much. We Thank understand you. if you
0: unsubscribe. Oh, boycott us completely. Oh, but, I, but I
2: hope that introducing this element has, um, at, has allowed me to sort of...
0: D- Add to the
2: give and take that I'm 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 aware that this show has from time to time.
0: You know what? I am glad you showed us this, but and, and I've thought about this, Nick. I, 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 touching I, yourself? And I feel, well, constantly. No, um, no. Jesus Christ! No, I can in, in terms of what we were just talking about, I feel like I can't even say that joke now. Okay, no, um, is it? So, my at first visceral reaction be like: these young girls shouldn't be sitting about touching themselves. Perhaps as an adult male, that is wrong of me to say. Perhaps it's uh, so it's uh, because they, uh, have, yes, they, are, one, they are teenage women, well, girls, but like becoming young women, and it happens but, when it happens. But if you have,
2: if we, if we put this in a school setting, say an American high school setting, would you have this particular discussion in your health class or in school choir? Having never been a teenage girl, I can't quite say that I would understand if it, I could understand if it was a conversation that took place in one and not the other. But still,
1: it's a fair point, Professor Withersby. But that's the end
2: of our lecture for the day, gentlemen.
1: Ah, uh, th- well, uh, what a ride it's been. Of of all eight types of love discussed, three types related to songs. Yes,
2: yeah, so I, I hope it wasn't useless or...
1: No! No! Unfocused No, I would go so far as to say... Pointless in any way! I understand you have to fly back, Professor Withersby, and then boring old Steve has to come back. Oh, but if yes. you ever want to make a return, please feel welcome. Oh, the heart could possibly take it. <laughs> Nor could the brain, I'm sure. Nor could the brain or the voice. Well,
0: I gotta say, I have a certain love of philia for you, Dr. Withersby. Isn't that the friend one? Should so we just be his double checking? <laughs> <me his>? Double <laughs> check.
2: Yes, friendship, shared goodwill. Yes, that's fine. Yes, you can feel that towards me. I give you uh, permission. It is, it
1: is, it is Eros for me, Professor. I'm sorry. It's, it's just your accent.
2: <laughs> well, it's, it's not the first time, and it certainly won't be the last time. I think I'll just take my leave of you, gentlemen. Um, you can find me on the Cambridge website. Um uh withers B spelled with two E's. Uh, yes, everyone, please go to this website. Withers B at Cambridge EDU UK. Um and I'll take my leave of you gentlemen, if you don't mind. I have a flight to catch and I have A lot of unpacking to do.
1: That's fair. That Uh, is absolutely fair. fair
2: Physically and mentally.
1: (laughs) Well, we can wrap this up fairly quickly. You can find... uh, First off, follow us on uh, the Songtopsy Report on Twitter and Instagram. We're posting a lot of fun stuff there. Uh, Quizzes, I'm sure, that will be coming up that uh, Mr. Mike Russell will be posting. And follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram. And with that, Mr. Mike Russell.
0: Uh, Yeah, you can find me on my Instagram at mrmikerussell.com. That's mrmr.dot. And uh, we have a TikTok at Songtopsy. And, uh, yeah, like, next time, check out our other stuff at the TheDeadForDevilistProductions.com. And, uh, also on the Instagram at Sontom, uh, the Santopsy Report, I will be having a, uh, a question for y'all. And, uh, I think this, um, this week's question will be, oh, who are you loving this Valentine's Day? Is it, is it your lover? Yeah. Your self? Or, um... You know, uh, a, a new person or a stranger. But tell us. Let's call them a tangerine. Oh, are, t- are you doing tangerine love? We will no, the cops. no. We'll, yeah, exactly. We will
1: contact the authorities. Uh, and with that, thank you so much for joining us. Have a happy Valentine's Day if you are celebrating, or Happy Single Awareness Day if you are also celebrating, or
2: Valentine's Day, or
0: that. Oh, you're all the gals get together. That nice. Yes, that's does,
2: the one I'm usually. Does part
1: cross of. the pond? Oh, Professor Withersby. <laughs> Uh, and with that, I'm Nick Radiere. I'm Mike Russell. And
2: I'm given to understand I should do some sort of joke here at the end. But I mean, you don't
1: have to. S-
2: Steven never had to. But but for for the life of me, I can't quite come up with one. So I'll just uh, I'll just bid you all a fond do. And we appreciate.
0: Oh, that. fond Duke That's cheesy. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Ah, uh, and we will see you next week. Take care.